The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. You are lovely and amazing. Yes. You know what else is lovely and amazing? What, Francis? That, that you wonderful people support us through Patreon. This black woman-owned business thanks you. No, we don't. And I mean, there's just no way to thank you enough. There's just no way. I COVID is ever unfolding in its consequences, and we cannot thank you enough. Wouldn't make it without you. Yes, that's right. And to say thank you, we are offering our super secret stash of idiots on Patreon, okay? It's the stash. It's where if you haven't heard your idiot in the regular idiot podcast, that's where it is. It's in the secret stash. There are hundreds of them right now. Yeah, so go on over to Patreon and become a part of the, you know, you know, when you're on the inside and right. you become a trendsetter, yes. not just a follower. That's right. And you are the insider and you are in the know. Mm-hmm. That's when you become a Patreon member. You are in the know. That's, that's what I'm saying. We want to thank you for that. And thank you for getting cameos. Those are specialized videos that we make for you. If you go to cameo.com, you can give them to other people as gifts for any occasion. Mm-hmm. Or just to yourself, maybe a pick me up, a pep talk. Uh, some advice, or maybe you just ask us a question about anything. Yes, anything. And please join us every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for Fridays with Frangela. Do it. Mm-hmm. First idiot up. Okay. Okay. You may have seen this on um, television or in the news, but uh, this is from Adele M. Florida woman seeks class action suit over faceless Reese's candy. So just in case, you know, Reese's comes out with, they got a candy for every situation. Right, every holiday they have a specialty Reese's cup, right? Right, right. You break it up with somebody, they got a Reese's cup for that. So they they had a pumpkin jack-o'-lantern one, but Mm -hmm. on the packaging... There's a little cute jack-o'-lantern face. You can kind of see the peanut butter and it looks enticing. Yeah, like they've cut out places in the chocolate, which is shaped, the cookie, or if you want to call I guess a cookie, is shaped like a pumpkin. And they've cut out little triangles and a little squiggly mouth like it's a jack-o'-lantern. Yes, yes, in the yes. Pa- In the photo that's on the package. On the packaging. But when you open that bad boy up, it's just smooth <laughs> chocolate. And there is no warning. There is nobody standing there saying, understand this is not true. It is a false promise. You opened that candy. You did. With no idea of the massive disappointment, the utter sheer letdown that awaits you when you open it to reveal simply a chocolate-shaped pumpkin. Right, right, right. That's it. No face cut out. No face cut out, no nothing. And nobody prepared you for that shit. Cynthia Kelly is here to defend you. Yes, she is. She filed. <laughs> they proposed because she's asking for a class action lawsuit. For a class action lawsuit for it. This is my thing. Didn't we go through this in the 70s? 
Remember with all the different, and it's really. You mean, did we look, did we try to get justice in the 70s and we, we didn't get it then? Is that we didn't what you're get saying? It then. We didn't get it then. But it was the animated, the animations of toys mm -hmm. that weren't really. Remember all of that, that news issue is that they had to put little signs because people were buying toys thinking that they, that I'm going to get a Barbie doll. They were going to move like they did on like the they commercial. did in the yeah. commercial, right? And they had to start putting information in the commercials. Remember that? All the tagging? I don't remember that specifically, but what I, what I do need to point out here is that some heroes wear capes. <laughs> some heroes are on crosses. Some heroes come with candy. <laughs> with Reese's that's candy. Si that's Cynthia Kelly. Because what Cynthia Kelly said, upon opening one of these treats, she discovered the product was fully covered with chocolate. With none of the, quote, detailed carving, she claimed inspired her to buy the product. Yep. Now, I do object to the use of the term detailed carving to describe what is in essentially two triangles and a squiggly line. Yeah. I do not know that that is detailed right. per se. However, I think... I think when you've got somebody with the courage and the fortitude <laughs> that Cynthia <laughs> Kelly has shown, which she's for herself. She's not just like that one McDonald's hot coffee lady who's like, oh, my crotch got burned. Let right. me get some pay for me. She's like, no, no, no. I want this for all of you out there, my brethren, who went into that CVS or Rite Aid <laughs> or Dollar Store and put your hands on what a mini dream, an attainable dream, something you thought you could get. $2.39 and had it ripped from you, ripped from you with no warning. <laughs> and so she's not, and also she's thorough. She's not just stopping with the ho the Halloween problem, right? No, no, she's, no. She's out there for all the deceptive products, including the white ghost, which is not that. And the peanut butter bats, which ain't baddie. Mm -hmm. uh, she's going for all of them. The peanut butter footballs, you can't throw that. Like I'm, this is, she's asking for damages that would exceed five million dollars. And you know what? She should get it. She should get it. She should get it. We should all get a piece of that five million dollars. Get ready for your one tenth of a your, cent your, check. Your third, your three cent check. Because, but I just, to me, to me, this is so. It is the. It's like the flagship of the of the age of Karen. Mm -hmm. You know, it is. It is the. It's the the case that defines the genre. You know, we are in the, the era of the bully and the era of the complainer, the area yep. of the person who believes that the world owes them a, a friction-free, disappointment-free, yep. clarity-free, mm -hmm. you get to assume things and people have to show up to your assumptions yep. universe. Yep. And, and I am like... If we are, let's, I'm for it. I'm here for it. If we're going to do it, let's do it. Let's commit to this crazy. Well, it, what gets me is that I need to strike back at this company for a failed promise that I, that you intuited that that I had an expectation because of this packaging that it would look like this. And, you know, it doesn't harm the, it's kind of like the ugly fruit moment, right? Yeah. It's, and it isn't even ugly fruit. It's crushed box. It's right. It's, it's crushed box. Which are, that's our shorthand for, there's nothing wrong with the product. Right. But something about the packaging. That's right. What you want or expect. So like you don't go buy, you don't, when there are, 10 boxes of cereal and one of them's crushed, you don't pick the crushed box, even though it could be that what's inside is all already crushed, right? It's like granola, like it's not, what's inside isn't damaged or in any way different. And you're not gonna, and the box isn't something you're gonna commemorate or keep, mm -hmm. but yet you don't wanna buy, it feels like that's inferior. Yes, yes, yes. Yet, okay, a little side, side note. There is a big thing in the ADHD community where people go into stores, they see the, weird thing or broken thing and they must buy it. Yeah. It's weird. 
Yeah, well, I, this is the thing. There's, there's just, there's nothing you can't make a complex. That's right. Out of, you know, so in any direction. But that's, for this is, I just feel like, I just think, you know, how hard is it? I, there's a part of me that, the truth, truth, that, that feels happy for and sad for Cynthia all at the same time. Mm -hmm. I am happy that this is the thing in her life that she thinks she needs to address because that says to me, your life is very good. Because when I think of clash action lawsuits, I'm going to break, they're about killing black people with no guns, mm -hmm. you know, like in places they're mm -hmm. about children having to go through uh, metal detectors and, and, you know, shooter drills there. I'm thinking about things that are, it's about women not having access to uh, the control of their bodies, right? Not, you know, this candy didn't have a little squiggly line and two triangles cut into the top of it. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, and that world seems all at once, infinitely better than the one I am facing and also infinitely worse because if that's all it takes yeah. to ruin your day to the point where you start engaging legal help to go into a system that is notoriously hard long and annoying yeah then that's a hard world to be in. And then how does Cynthia get through the days of, when I tell you we are all, every single person I know has two to three almost existential level crises, crises going on in their life, right? Like, like whether it's like, you, you know, your building being sold or like, um, yeah. like my insurance, somehow they're trying to say it was canceled last summer. Right. Like, it's like, it's like there are things happening. With Kaiser? Yes. We went through the same thing. They somehow are saying, like now, post the, the services being Say, rendered. That's right. I went through the same So, thing. So it's, it is like, these are the kind of things that you, that bog you in the system. But so choosing to get bogged in the system for something like this, but this is what I, what I love about it is not only does she get to file this lawsuit, it sounds like, and I don't know, they haven't, it hasn't said whether or not, they haven't said whether or not she gets to make this a class action lawsuit, but it got reported on. And we are it talking really about it here. We're now we're talking about it in a podcast called Idiot. Yes. <laughs> so we have properly classified it. There, and there we have it. And she's in the right bucket. She's in the right bucket. She's Cynthia, in the right. You found your home. You found your home with the idiots, girl. Next up, this is from oh oh this is infuriating <laughs> this is from donnie j get ready you may want to pull over because you're gonna be so irritated i have to recuse myself from this discussion well i think we all may have to recuse ourselves from this discussion okay mom refuses to get rid of her daughter's head lice because she's vegan say it again Mom refuses to get rid of her daughter's head lice because she's vegan, which means that, you know, people are vegan. There are all kinds of reasons and reasonings why people are vegetarian, vegan. I've practiced mm -hmm. veganism in my life. I've practiced vegetarian. But it doesn't, yeah, like you're saying, it doesn't but, necessarily mean, vegan doesn't mean I don't, I object right. to the harming of all animals. But, right. But that that is a form. Right. And here's the thing about practice, about any practice, religious practice, you get, you know, if you're in a, whatever practice you're in, you get, there's a definition within whatever that practice is and your behavior theoretically happens within the boundaries of that. You know what I'm saying? And in alignment with that ideology or, or formatting or whatever it is. The whole thing is... And I get, I get Sufism. I've studied a whole bunch of religions. I've, you know, so I've studied people, the, the wonderful people who sweep before they walk. So they mm -hmm. don't walk on a bug. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Those people live in a monastery. Mm -hmm. A special environment dedicated to those values. Perfect. Mm -hmm. but when i it's the same like you can't expect the they don't expect the world to conform to their value system that's right they go to a special place where they can live their values and their lice can live that's right but what i what they don't do here we go here it is what they don't do what they don't preach is say send it. people over mm. to your house say it Mm. and make you live their lifestyle. He wept. Say it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I feel what you're saying. I feel it. I feel it in my soul because let me tell you something. 
You don't, here's my problem. What she said is I'm a vegan. The lice ain't on your head. That's right. Number one, there's a, here we are up again. One of my favorite issues. This is a pronoun abuse. Mm -hmm. You are making this choice for another human being. Mm -hmm. If you want to take the lice off her head and put them on your head, you can do that. Right. But sending her out into the world. That's right. Infected. We don't allow for that in this culture. Well, 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 Angela, this is the thing. Because I've never heard this discussion. I can't take care of lice because I'm a... No, you don't hang out with crazy people. That's why. You don't hang out with crazy, stupid people. Here's the problem. This woman, so what happened is this woman wrote in to some advice, like an advice column, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, quote, my uh, seven-year-old daughter's best friends with a girl next door whose family are vegan. That's fine. We respect their choice. My problem is that recently this otherwise delightful child was at our house and scratching furiously, and I discovered she was crawling with head lice. After mentioning the nits to the girl's mom, the mom said she was aware of them but didn't want to harm them as vegans don't kill living things. She told me she was in the practice of combing the lice and nits into the garden where they had the best chance of survival, and my jaw hit the floor. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you understand anything about lice, and I can tell you all about fucking lice, because I dealt with lice for three years. I had a lice infection, uh, infestation in my household for three fucking years. And I'm going to tell you. home from school like they all are. Brought home from a fucking sleepover. Like they all are. That's how I got it as a kid. That's right. And I have locks. And I don't know if you understand what a lock of hair is on when I speak about a lock. It means I can't uncomb it. I can't comb through it. No, you can't. And once you get something in there, getting it out is pretty much impossible. Like the fact that you were ever able to do it without shaving off your locks is incredible. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, Angela can tell you there was a point where I was taking a shower and, 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 Pouring, dousing bottle after bottle after bottle of oils Mm -hmm. into my head to smother them. And I would sit for hours. Oh, no, it was a job, not even a part-time job. It was like a full-time job. And But this is the thing. You managed, through your care of you and Abby, I never got lice and your husband, Tom, never got it. No. And we were around you. He slept with you in the same bed. And I was around you all the time. And so it is possible to to take care of this in it, but it requires a level of diligence that is beyond sitting in the garden and you putting a comb through your child's head. Yep. Yep. And and what you don't have the right to do is impose your choices on the world and say the child. Lice are like it is so awful and uncomfortable and and it's just not okay. Let me tell you something about lice. You know, and if you've never had it, you can feel a thousand fucking feet on your fucking skull. Yeah. And they bite and it itches. It itches and it's painful and it can leave stars and stuff. Like it's... This is the thing about lice, especially this whole concept of, I'm going to put it in the garden and it's going to live. Lice require the heat and warmth of your body. Yeah, it's not. That's not the environment. They're feeding off of your body, your hair, and you know, your 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 scalp. That's not the environment they thrive in. Oh, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, this is my problem is, do you not use refrigeration? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, like, where does this begin and end? Because it feels like you, she's bro- she's broached an area that it starts to get really stupid. And I, I here again, for me, the issue is always is the pronoun problem. If you don't want to hurt lice, then don't hurt lice on your body. Yeah. Hurt, I'm just using to be kind and respectful mm-hmm. to her. The reality is they're not being hurt. They don't live very long to begin with. Like, I don't even think that they end up like, but the reality is you create a problem for for the entire community that can actually be, can be really problematic. Can I tell you a little factoid about lice? Please. Did you know that lice, what happens with them when the water comes on, 
see, people thought used to think would think, oh, I'll just wash my hair. I'll wash them out. Right. Number one, they leave a sticky sub substance. Yeah. They leave a a knit yeah. that's sticky in the hair. It's then waste. secondly, it's waste. Then secondly, what the actual lice do when water they they stick to the hair and the scalp, then then they can hold their breaths the breath for up to 20 minutes mm -hmm. so you're sitting there washing your hair i would be there laying in the water for like an hour like still right right there right with you right with you man like I'm what's up you i'm with one person wrote into this and said if i were you i would i would grab her child and i would get rid of that lice in her head <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you something i'm for that see i'm here for it i'm not i'm, I'm not. here for it what, uh, this poor me, child, and I, and in fact, I would definitely call Child Protective Services. What? Yes. I wouldn't. I absolutely would. This is not, this person isn't fit to watch children. When you <laughs> will allow that to go on, again, here we are up against, you wouldn't allow it in a dog. If you found out that your neighbor's dog was infected with lice and they were refusing to deal with it, mm -hmm. what would you do? See, I'd call somebody. That's what I'm saying. I'd call somebody. You absolutely, the dog out there in pain, scratching it, and complaining, yeah. you would absolutely do it. I would call it. somebody. This is my problem here. You don't have domain over human beings, even if they come out of your body, to inflict pain on them and make choices for them that are painful choices. Like, it's just like, fuck you. Well, and for me, for me, but one thing this person who wrote in can control is their who, house. Their yeah. house. Who comes into their home? But they're going to get lights because those kids are going to get around each other. This is the right. thing. You can't, you know, you can do everything you can to try to stop it, but it probably won't be stopped. But and here's my thing. At the other the other part of that, as a parent, then then we have to go through this pain together, which is you can't play with that child. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, I I, I am the child of Eleanor Anita Callier. Mm -hmm. I've been down this road, you know, because, you know, put X in the place of lice, right? Yeah. Yep. And I love this kid. This kid is wonderful. My mama be like, mm -mm. no, you can't go over that house. They do this. They you do can't go over this house. They do. They this. got that. Yes. You bring back this when you come back from there. You come back talking that way. I'm for that too, but I'm also not for this child, her child being subjected to lice. Right. Well, and here's the thing. Here's and and you know, and you know, and that's the th the, the big issue is in life. You don't want to set up these huge hostile boundaries, right? You don't want to turn to that person and say, "You know what? I really respect everything you're about. I respect you." But that I can't have it here because it causes a problem for me. And that's what I would say. Let me tell you something. Let me, t I, I agree with hostile boundaries to lice. You know? I think we have a right to have a hostile boundary to vermin. Yeah, okay. we do. We do. And, and, and my thing is, I'm down with, you. I'm not saying we start at grab, snatch the child, but I'm saying you start at, she's already had this discussion, right? You, mm -hmm. you amp up your discussion, you give it a good college try, and then you go, if you were unwilling to do this, would you allow me to do it? And if she says no, you go, okay, well, now I'm going to have to call the authorities. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at, because this is some bullshit that's only going to get worse. If this is where we're at with this, I, I, I hazard, I cannot even, this poor child, yeah. could run, out, run the streets on her own and be better off. <laughs> for me, for me, it's none of my business. Well, it is though, because it's it's the care of another human. This is, this is where it becomes, it's not um, whether or not um, they go to church or something. This is something that affects the actual health of that child. And I feel like if it were my, one of my standards is what would I do if it were something like their pet? How mm -hmm. would I feel about it? You mm -hmm. know, and I wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah. Now I, I'm like, I said, you don't have to start at DEF CON <laughs> child protective <laughs> services, but this is some stupidity that needs to be addressed. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. 
Next up, this is from Ellen S. Okay, this whole story. This is, it is such a mess. It is such a mess. It is bizarre. I can't even, it is so cops. It's like, <laughs> really? it's like, it's like where like the Beverly Hillbillies meets cops or something. It's like, it's like farmy cops. And I'm not sure what city this is. It's like cop, rural cops. It is rural cops. Gun drawn after chickens attack is the title of this story. <laughs> okay, I can't. Let me tell you something. I, in all honesty, when I read Chickens Attack, I was dead. I was done. Okay. I was like, I was done. Ellen, it took me a full, at least five minutes to compose myself to go back to read a line work. So like, chicken attack. We gotta, we're arming ourselves against chicken attacks? Some country bumpkin shit. What the hell is going on? What is going on? Yeah. Okay, a reported chick, a reported chicken attack. Reported. Don't, don't, it's reported. We don't it's know. It's reported. Okay. We don't have video. Led to an allegedly intoxicated neighbor pulling out a weapon. Officers got a call that an intoxicated neighbor had pulled out a gun during a dispute just before 4 p.m. And I think that that's a really important time, okay? Yeah. It, it wasn't even 4 p.m. Yeah. You drunk before fall. That's what I'm saying. Whatever day it is, okay? That's what I'm saying. And that's fine. That's your business. Okay, but but that's, let, let's just be honest about where everybody at, Okay. When the police responded to the Oak Hill home, they heard all about this very complicated situation, which I love because it's it's one of them situations where, okay, now what happened? And then okay. he said what? And then she did okay. what? Let's try, let's try to construct this. Okay. Okay, so there, there are neighbors day in Oak Hill. Right. Okay. It's before 4 p.m., which is weird. And um, it appears that many of these people are drunk. Right. Okay. Now the first neighbor said. First neighbor one. Neighbor one said I'm that. Write that down. Okay. Neighbor one. He said that his chickens. His okay, chickens. Right. Were in his neighbor's yard. In neighbor's yard. Okay. When a dog belonging to neighbor's dog, her grandson, the neighbor's grandson, killed one of the chickens. Okay and then chased the rest of the flock back across the road, okay? So the dog, you know, and the chickens get in the fight, right. and then the chickens run back home. One chicken perishes. Okay, because here's what happened. The chickens got loose, and they got frisky, and they decided to go and gang up on the dog. Okay. <laughs> they were sick of the dog. Every day the dog. And I proof of none of this. But every day that dog goes over there and barks at them, acts yes. like talks a bunch of smack, That's talks right. about how I'm gonna make a three-piece out of you, bitch. <laughs> that like they've been putting up with this for years off this dog. Okay. That's right. The dog is an asshole. Oh. And they've been training. They've yeah. been training in that yard. That's right. Push-ups, chicken, chicken push-ups, <laughs> and doing some some sparring with each other to get ready and then to like, one day they're not going to leave that gate locked and we're going to bust out. We're going to go get Trixie across the street. <laughs> and they rolled out. They saw the opportunity and the chickens rolled out. The entire flock rolled out. Because that's how chickens roll, Francis. They roll as a pet. When one chicken goes, you're getting all the chickens. You're not just meeting one chicken. Okay, but I have to say, one of the brethren didn't make it home that day. <laughs> well, okay. you know what? We can pour one out for Fluffy. <laughs> for Pekka. For Pekka. Pour for one Pekka. out for Pekka. Pekka, you know what? But I was saying a fight with a dog, that's a pretty good number. To only lose one chicken. That's right. That's excellent numbers for the chickens, okay? So, uh, apparently... He said he fired his gun into the air to scare the dog off. Now, who fired the gun? This is where I started okay. to get confused. Was it, okay. the, was it the grandson, no. neighbor two, or the chicken owner? It's the chicken owner. This is okay. what I, wa I want to say. 
that chicken on the, so this is what he sees. The flock is right back. They're like, oh, oh shit. shit, oh shit, we're picking, we're picking. Make a girl picking and make it. Oh shit, oh god, get back to the coop, everybody, back to the coop. Okay, so as they run it back to the coop, they daddy, who's a human, sees the commotion. What y'all do? What's going on? What's going on? Wait a minute, where's Packer? Where's Packer? <laughs> he sees <laughs> the blood-soaked <laughs> smile of Trixie across the road. That's right. And he just so happens- Trixie's still yelling, and I get the rest of you. <laughs> yes. He, he happens, just so happens to not only be drunk, but be holding a gun. Right, okay. but that's not a here nor there, the drunk thing. It is just he was having afternoon cocktails and this Nespa. happened. Nespa. Okay. He just, this is what we call being prepared. He was drunk <laughs> and holding a gun. Right. Okay. He didn't have to get drunk to find a gun or have nope, the gun and need a drink. That. All nope. that was taken care of. That was taken care of. Okay. So he said he fired his gun into the air to scare the dog off. Now, we've already run into the first discrepancy because either the chickens were already back or they weren't. Were the chickens, when he fired the gun, were they still in the neighbor's yard or were they back home in the coop? I'm telling you how it went down. They were regrouping to get to the coop, okay? <laughs> but they were they were still in Trixie Yard. No, they were running across the road. They were actively, but they were not engaged in the fight with Trixie at that moment. Pekka's gone. They were they were in retreat. They were in retreat. Yes. So shooting the gun there to scare off the dog was perhaps not necessary. Let me peck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm asking a question. I'm not making a judgment okay. yet. I'm okay, asking. Thank you. thank you because I was. I, did you see me? I was just about to get <laughs> upset. To sketch the fuck out. Did I tell you the crazy <laughs> look in her eyes. Like I know you're not about to say. Hey, do you know what just happened to Becca? What do you mean? And there was no reason to fire a gun. Oh, what has there ever been a better reason? There was, there was an out and out whole malicious situation happening between the dog and the and the chickens. Okay, so then, okay, so here we are. So then, then he fires the gun in the air to scare off the dog. He that so then the neighbor's grandson, who the dog's owner, owner right, right? Dog owner, grandson. He comes across the road and, and confronts, confronts neighbor yeah. one, chicken owner. Chicken owner. Okay. Then grandmama. Yeah, right. Then grandma got involved. Grandma comes out, what the hell's going on? So this is dog owner's grandma. Comes right. out and I perceive the owner of that house, one of the owners right. of the house, comes out and she gets into it because you now she what she sees when she looks out the window. See, people are di dipping into this conflict at different points in the stream. That's right? right. So when she dips in, what she sees is the neighbor with a gun and her grandson yelling at each other. Right. So right. she comes out because that's her grandbaby, right? She's like, right. what's going on? And you know, and I'm sure she dramatic because she got chickens. And she and she and she just she dramatic. So she comes out and she says, Oh no, no, don't get for my purposes, she's gonna have an accent. I don't know why. Oh no, no, no. And I don't even know what country it is. No, no, no. Oh, you cannot talk to my take me. Yes. Take me instead. You must kill, kill me. Not my grandbaby. And that is what she said. She said, I don't have much longer to live anyway. She's yeah. French, I think. <laughs> and so so that's going on. So now now this is where in the story, if Francis and Angela live on the street, we are now invested in watching. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's a full on passion play. It, it has evolved into worthy of note. <laughs> okay. 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 So. Then, so she's a grandma is out there in a house coat with a titties dragon talking about she ain't got much look. Kill me, take me, kill me, take me, take me. I ain't got much longer to live. Then, all this noise apparently gets everybody else to come out. All of the new people who now come out are all drunk and have guns. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. So we got extras with extras. guns and booze. And, and let me tell you something. They do apparently do not know the peas and carrots rule. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the piece of carrots rule, Francis? Okay, so in television, when you are in a crowd scene, either you're silent, okay, and you don't, and, and you look like you're talking, or you look, you're moving, but nobody's speaking, and, and they will cover that with crowd sounds later. Or to make a little bit of noise, they we used to do what's called we would say piece of carrots, piece of carrots, back and forth to each other. Yeah, so it's you're moving your mouth, you're moving right. your lips, so it looks like you're having a conversation, but you're just saying piece of carrots, piece of piece carrots. carrots. And it also also the peak and the sound of peas and the of p and k and c. Mm-hmm. It makes it sound when when it's uh, melodious and throughout the room, it sounds like conversation. And it peaks at different places. Yeah, to give it a sound, more realistic sound. To give it yeah. realistic sound. So, but these they people, didn't do that. They get they all didn't the way do that. involved. Like they're not extras. Like they were principles. not extras. They were. <laughs> okay. And here's the thing about principles. This is what we learned too. Everybody can't be a principal. No. No, we can't have 15 leads. We really can't. No. I remember this when we were doing our one of our pilots where we were the writers and the stars of it, right? So yep. we were they we needed to we were writing in the writers room and we needed to go rehearse. So we I was like I had this moment where I was like, "Okay, well we'll just continue." And I was like, "No, actually wait. They can't rehearse without us." That's right. And they theoretically can't write without us either. This is a problem. Right. I can't be in two places, two places at one time. Once. It, nor can we make everybody me. And that's what happened here. So now everybody has elevated their status to involved. <laughs> okay. And, they, and I mean, they and they're drunk. Involved. And they've come in, everybody's coming into this, this fight at a different place in it and picking a different enemy. Yes. And nobody is on the same page and nobody really knows what's going on. And this is the perfect time for rural cops to show up. So cops show up. Yes. And they, of course, get multiple stories. The story they get from grandson, grandmama, doghouse is that he was in his yard when his dog, with his dog, when the neighbor's flock of chickens attacked the dog. He said his dog killed one of the birds and chased the flock back across the street. That was Pecker. 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 Give the, yeah, I object to them not getting the chicken name also. Thank you. He said the neighbor shot his gun multiple times and threatened to shoot the dog. He said the neighbor pointed his gun at him and threatened to kill his grandmother. Officers also spoke to the other men who arrived to assist. The extras. The extras <laughs> to assist the grandson. They said they never stepped foot on the other gentleman's property. So this is what, you know... I'm going to tell you, there's something awfully black about this. <laughs> and and I'm going to say, and it's the rollout, okay? Mm-hmm. And because this is how my people roll out. This is why I never fight. I never fought. I never said anything happened to me. Because this is how my people react. Right, mm-hmm. my my people react, and they would be like, "Who hurt the baby?" Yeah, and then and then it's a pylon to show up. Who cares more? Yes, who's going to behave and out behave and out show the last Tell person? You something when you're sitting in your house at four o'clock in the afternoon, drunk with a gun, the two it's like an Hitchcock movie, right? That's if right. you see the gun, the gun gotta get used. That's and right. So <laughs> these these ingredients are never mixed well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, you know, if you don't have people, and, and, and maybe write us if you if you got people like mine. I got people who will get in a van, drive 1,500 miles to have a conversation with you. No, and they will spend, they will stay at the same level of anger that entire ride. That's right. The entire way. There is no, it doesn't go down. It doesn't, it doesn't, there's no cooling off. There is a maintenance of rage. That's what I'm saying. That's the rage that they operate for. They look for it. Interesting in this story, though, that the people, the extras who show up, they were on in support of the of the dog owner, grandson. The dog owner, right? They were protecting him, which tells me. Uh, 
makes me suggest to me that everybody's sick of these damn chickens. That's that they right. that these chickens and that maybe I need to adjust my perspective on the chickens being sick of the dog and maybe the chickens have been terrorizing the neighborhood. Well, maybe they get out and they go up to fences. And let me take this my dogs get upset about uh, anything near the house. And if there were chickens around doing it would be constant their irritation and and fear and rage and all that. So I'm wondering if that's if the chicken ain't a group of thugs. Right. And also, I have to say, too, everybody was at the ready with their gun. Yeah, a little too at the ready with their gun. A little, everybody had a gun. Everybody was at the ready. In fact, though, it sounds like the grandson didn't and the grandma didn't. They seem right. to be the only not armed people. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I I understand this family. It is... Oh, 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 hell no. Everybody went and grabbed their piece. Now, you very clearly are leaning towards the defense of the chickens. No, I am not defending the chickens. What it sounds, I agree with you. What it sounds like, everybody had their gun ready, was already in the house talking about what an asshole across the street neighbor so is. The chicken, the chicken house. The oh, chicken so house, because it seemed like yeah. everybody was ready to jump. This is, I, I, I could feel the timing of this all. Oh, they fucking with grandma? This was a powder keg. This was, this is, it was ready to boil over. And it was just waiting for that one incident, that That's one right. thing that tipped it. This ain't the, and it's, this is not the first time. No. Was gonna be the last, but it was gonna be the last time, and I think that that's why Grandma was out there saying and screaming, "Kill me!" Yeah, cause she jumped to kill me really quick. It Real seems like quick. this conflict went to kill me very quick, and that seems extreme. And the only thing I can think is that he's threatened to shoot them before. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, and that that they are just like, "Fuck it!" But if this is gonna happen, do it to me. Like, and everybody had had it. What I think that we all need to understand is, to me. This conflict had been resolved. Right. Between the chickens and the doll. The chickens, that's what I'm saying. That's where the conflict lay. And they had they had done their best and they were done. Okay. Right. And we all need to keep our humanness out of day conflict. Okay. That's right. That's right. That is what I feel like. That's the most respectful thing to all parties. We have a service for Pecker. Maybe we even, as the family, the dog family, maybe we send some flowers. That would be nice. You know, that would be nice. To, to be polite and just be like, we sorry about Pecker. Yep. Here's, yep. here's a couple bones we found. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bear them where you will. You know, we didn't, we didn't want our dog to choke on them. So here's, <laughs> here are these bones. Okay, this next story is Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Do you know this story or a story similar to this? Remember recently we've done a story with the teacher oh, doing. Oh, yes. We gave, who gave melatonin gummies out to the children. Okay. I was like, okay, so this is from Donnie J. Donnie, we may just have to put you on kid watch permanently because this <laughs> shit is upsetting. Was that also in California? Yes, it was. Okay. We have a, we, we have a statewide issue we need to address, but, um. Uh... California preschool teacher fired after applying. <laughs> Mood calming patches to students without consent. Let's talk about South L. Mount Monte, California. Parents were shocked. Not North El Monte before you start. <laughs> before you start. <laughs> they don't do this shit in, in North El Monte. South. El Monte is where this shit goes you down. You expect this shit to happen. <laughs> Parents were shocked. Shocked, I tell you, shocked. <laughs> to learn last week that a teacher at a daycare facility, at a daycare facility. Now, daycare, I want you to remind you that daycare is usually for children who are not preschool aged. We're talking about under three. Under three. Under three or four. I mean, I don't even know if you get around five even that in daycare usually. No, you're not five at, at daycare. No, no. Usually it's under, it's three and under. Okay. Or maybe four. 
Parents were shocked to learn last week that a teacher at the daycare facility allegedly applied mood-calming stickers known as Zen patches on preschoolers without the parents' consent. Girl, I would have lost my ever-loving oh fucking mind. Oh, my God. Los Angeles, uh, the Fox News here uh, reported that parents of students at this, this, <laughs> the name of the place, Parents of students at Options for Learning had started. These were some options. Did they not? Was this not an option? These were options. We're outraged and are now demanding teacher accountability and child safety. Two of the children affected by the patches, a three-year-old and four-year-old, <laughs> told officials about the placement of the patches in interviews. Aww. Snitches, we call them. <laughs> Snitches. Okay, first of all, oh my God. let's talk. Let's talk okay. conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> okay. And okay. what is a conspiracy? Okay. And when do you need to acknowledge, you know, the 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 limits of your abilities? First of all, a conspiracy to be able to get something over, you need the agreement of and participation of everybody in the room who experiences it now i am i am going to say this and it may be an unfair characterization of our younger citizens but children are notoriously bad at conspiracies <laughs> well okay well, notoriously bad at this well okay first of all you needed to get every one of them in a room and because i'm going to tell you <laughs> learn some basic things like reading right <laughs> so it's really hard to teach some higher level things like conspiratorial behavior exactly but this is what you were supposed to do you're supposed to take everyone else little fuckers in a room and say look santa's not gonna come to your house if you tell anybody about these bitches. that's right <laughs> You don't tell no motherfucking body about this fucking patch I put on your ass. Understand what we're critiquing is not the use of the patch. It's not providing a thorough cover up. That is what's stupid here. I've been around children. I understand the use of the Zen patch. No secrets. Now here's the thing. Was she supposed to use that Zen patch on herself? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. But maybe it didn't say that on a package. Maybe she thought this is a Zen patch for the thing that's causing me to not feel Zen. Angela, what she said was the this would be far more effective. This is a problem. It's I'm not the problem. I'm not the, the problem. children are the problem. I'm gonna put the patch on the problem. <laughs> the children are the problem. The children are the problem. And let me tell you, that is, I understand that. She was like, I why understand. am I using, why am I using 17 patches on myself? <laughs> I'm going to put these on these. The problem. I'm going to put these on these fuckers. And they're going to get tired. You know and they did. Let me tell you what that these patches did, y'all. These were mood calming stickers and baby to, to preschoolers. And did they affect their mood? Yes, they did. Parents were reporting that children were coming home. I am really tired. Exhausted. I'm really, really tired. <laughs> but what they speak, what I love about this situation and options for learning, they will say, oh, the option is they're gonna be tired here. They're gonna be your problem. <laughs> when I return them to you. We meant our options. Our <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? The the head let me we'll change this title. We got it on order from a side shop. Our options in your child's learning. That's what we it's just a it's just a it's another pronoun problem. We prefer the children tired. Okay. <laughs> Barely conscious. Our option is That's what we feel they learn the best. The best. <laughs> It's through sleep suggestion. <laughs> That's when this environment, when this environment is sleepy and, and relaxed and zen, then the options are plentiful. We open for options. <laughs> okay? I mean, <laughs> your child learns real good when, when it's they calm. half asleep. When they half asleep. Three quarters, maybe. The point is, did were they calm? 
before you just critique, were they calm? And, <laughs> and, and, Angela, I have to say, you have, you, what you did was you dropped your child off into my care. Right. You said, I trust you. Implicitly. You said, I told you, gave me money. You gave me money. You said, my choices, mine. You didn't say, I guarantee you, not one of these parents said, please don't put any mood altering substances on my child or in Thank their you. food. I guarantee nobody made that clear. Thank you. Angie. What is she supposed to just think of every infinite possible situation? That's one of her. That's one of her. Okay. That's one of her. Seriously, Angela. Okay. You can barely, you can barely handle a motherfucking child on your own in your house. You got 17 of these motherfuckers. And they're not here. even yours. And they ain't even yours. And and you know what? They all come from different cultures, backgrounds, understanding, you know. Some are dumb. <laughs> some some are smart. That's right. Okay, I got issues. Two, three of them might be psychotic. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. One of these little motherfuckers like to help me with a pen all the time. And I think he did that shit on purpose. See, I'm not zen. <laughs> Let's ask ourselves if we all aren't putting the zen patches on the wrong things. Okay. I'm not the person with the problem that bitch at my job is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's review. Can you, can you do the first two, please? Uh, Florida woman, is this it? Yeah. yeah. Florida woman seeks class action suit over faceless Reese's, Reese's <laughs> candy. Good. Mom refuses to get rid of her daughter's head lice because she's a crazy vegan. Gun drawn after chickens attacked. The chicken story was just, it took me places. It took me places. It really did. And then the California preschool teacher fired after fired, thank God, after applying mood calming patches to students without consent. What, when, when they steal her technique <laughs> and everybody's doing it across LA Unified, I would like to revisit this story, okay? Because you know that's coming, Francis. Somebody gonna propose it next week and everybody's gonna be like, oh, that's brilliant, that's brilliant. We're gonna put that magic a lot of children. And then nobody's gonna remember that she was the pioneer. She was, she was. Okay, 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 okay. Who is the well, clearly biggest? Clearly she's not. Clearly she's, she's not. not. She is not. She is not. This is gonna take a study, a grant. We're gonna have oh, to dig that the would be the first good grant. This. Okay. First good grant. Okay, I think for me, the biggest idiot is the vegan lice mama. I, I you know what, Francis? I, I gotta go with you. Really? I gotta go with you. I'm with you. I, because I cannot, just look at, just talking about it has made my head itch. Okay, <laughs> that is, that is the problem with lice is that we've got to, if there's one thing that I feel like we should be able, God damn it, why isn't there anything we can come together on anymore? Just even lice. Can we just please find some area of agreement on this goddamn planet and just say that we are against lice? That is all I am asking. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. There was a time in this country when we came together for something. <laughs> we are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week.